0: we are now joined by another Essex legend, probably one of the Essex legends when you go down the years, Um, certainly in the top 10 of all-time greats uh, that have pulled on the Essex shirt. He won't agree with that at all, but uh, that's my view. Uh, Welcome to 98 The Out, Mr. Ryan Tenderskata. Ryan, how are you? Yeah, very
1: good, thanks. Always nice to chat to you, nice to be on the show.
0: Yeah, you're looking good. Um, Now you're out in Dubai, what are you doing out uh, in those uh, parts of the world?
1: So just quarantining for the T20 World Cup which starts in a couple of weeks. We've got that uh, little pre-qualifier thing which starts on the 18th. So it's six days of quarantine and then into a little prep phase where we're going to be doing some training and, and play a few matches to hopefully get ready for the for those three big matches coming up.
0: How are you handling quarantine? Is it uh, as uh, tedious as everyone says?
1: It's tedious and it's actually quite a good good point because, uh, you know, with all the, the English stuff coming up, uh, I felt very little sympathy for the players um, saying that they didn't want to go overseas and that the quarantining and that was too hard. Um, but this certainly has opened up my eyes. When I say hard quarantine, they, you know, bring your food three times a day, um, knock on your door. So I haven't seen a person except for the, the people that came tested me today um and it's not as easy easy as it sounds and you know i don't want to be pity parade and oh sorry for me um but it certainly has been eye-opening the first three days just to see how boring and, and how, how important it is to have contact with people
0: uh are you racking up some good netflix hours
1: yeah netflix podcasts um a little bit of reading and trying to do workouts in our room but the motivation is pretty low <laughs> uh, and a lot of and, and a lot of sleeping so all in all uh, pretty lazy existence at the moment.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, it's kind of like how you approach these things. Um, how much longer have you got to do? Uh
1: I'm out on Sunday, so what's uh, another four, four
0: days. Okay, good. Um yeah. so uh, Netherlands T20 uh, well it's, it's uh, you got a chance?
1: Um certainly to qualify, yeah. There's uh, three games where you need to win two, so I'd say uh, fair to good chance. Um, You know, obviously, respecting opposition and maybe have strengthened a lot. And, and Ireland are always a challenge, and Sri Lanka will be a, a, a nice opportunity to make an upset. But you'd expect them to go through from the group, um, so certainly have to have to target those other two games and, and make sure we can get into the World Cup proper, where we can have a, a lot of fun and, and try and make a few upsets as well.
0: Yeah, you don't mind a, a World Cup upset, do you? Personally, <laughs> uh, I've I've only been involved
1: in one. I think. Uh, <laughs> You know the the guys that have come after me have, have done a few more. They've obviously beat England again, and, and the chase against Ireland to qualify. Um, but yeah, the, the Dutch guys are certainly up for right now. I think it's probably across the board with the associates now. I think the the days of rocking up and, and having an easy game guaranteed are, are gone. Um, the associates are, are up for it, and, and they'll be looking to scope a few along the way.
0: Yeah, even Nepal we saw recently when they had the uh, domestic uh, competition there. Were you, were you part of that? That uh, did, did the Netherlands go out for that one? No, I've been to
1: Nepal for the Everest Premier League. Um, and I, I know there's a, a hotbed of, of talent there. Gee, they've got some super talented guys, and, and the love for the game is uh, right up there with, with India and Bangladesh and Pakistan. Um, but obviously, you know they rely a lot on, on Sandeep. Um, and, and as you know, in certainly in T20 cricket, a, a wrist spinner can, can turn the game on its head in no time.
0: Now, your career has kind of spanned the growth of T20 cricket. So you were there at the launch of it when it was the T20 Cup and with Essex and uh, you were there at the other end when Napes was going crazy that night against Sussex (laughs) what was that like um, up close
1: yeah I only came in right at the end I don't remember why he was promoted um, and I don't remember who he batted with but he, he certainly smoked it around and you know at that stage it was incredible I don't want to show my age but certainly 12 13 years ago guys didn't used to just bang it out the park for fun um, you know, everyone coming through the system now plays a, a, a scoop and a reverse scoop, and, you know, they can take on length. But certainly back then, there, there was a more progressive way to building an inning. So to see someone come in and, and whack the amount of sixes, I think he had 16 sixes, and obviously get 150, which was the highest domestic score at the time, uh, was a real treat to watch. And, and you know, probably for once in, in too few times, he, he just showed what a, what a talent he was.
0: Um, another f- snippet that maybe listeners and viewers might not Uh, Realizes that you have actually won the IPL with KKR. The IPL was the thing that really gave 2020 cricket or T20 cricket the springboard. What was it you thought that the Indians seized on that everyone else had missed up to that point?
1: I think just the theatre of it. um, And for me, a big part of it was actually the production. Uh, So, you know, you you play at Eden Gardens or you play in Mumbai. the atmosphere is just incredible. Uh, you know, you, you can match it maybe at the Oval, in, in my experience of, of playing T20 in the UK. But the way it was packaged up and, and presented on TV, um, you know, gave it an a, a aura that, that I hadn't seen replicated anywhere else. And I think that was the key. Um, you know, the amalgamation of the cricket stars and, and celebrity was a, a very clever marketing tool. Um, you know, getting getting well-known faces to, to head up the franchises, And then obviously just all the paraphernalia, the, the clothing, fireworks. Uh, I think cricket needed that that boost of injection at that time and I think India does it better than anyone else.
0: That's kind of like what they tried to do with 100, I think, that they took that kind of approach with very heavy on the marketing and uh, the, the presentation of the game.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, two of the key ingredients are, are good weather and and good cricket. Uh, you know, the, the stadiums and, and and the cricket you produce are obviously a big part of the product um, and, and India obviously lends itself to that Without fail during the IPL, you get the odd rain-off game. Um, whereas the UK is slightly different, so so you do have that hurdle to, to overcome. But I think you're dead right. You know they they're trying to fashion the hundred on on something new and exciting, and, and that will be captive to to a newer, younger audience.
0: Yeah, I went to a couple of the games, and um, my son went to, to quite a few in the end, and it did seem to catch the imagination of the youngsters. Um, I know a lot of the purists spit the word hundred out of their mouths, but. I think they were going after a new audience, but I think they found it and definitely hit the nail with the younger guys and uh, the families and, uh, and the rest of it. They all seem to turn up and enjoy themselves.
1: That's great. Um, you know, I think any change you always meets resistance or opposition to start with. Uh, you know, people say you're crazy to start with. Um, but if, for me, if it's, if it's better for cricket in the long run, if it's going to get more people involved, if it's going to change the audience and, and the demographic of people watching, it can only be a good thing and I unfortunately didn't watch much of it but certainly all the guys who I've spoken to who were involved said it had a different feel to it. it really felt like something exciting and, and hopefully it can just go from strength to strength and, and hopefully also uh, we have the purest side of it. I think there's a lot to be said for Championship cricket. Yes, we we don't get the numbers and, and, and the coverage um, but certainly has a, a massive still to play in the English game.
0: Right, so let's talk about the English game and let's talk about Essex. So your career with Essex has spanned um, a real array of success and also the players that you've shared the dressing room with um, from when you came into the side to the side you're leaving. You get on a high with this last five years especially. It's It's almost like winning has just become a mentality with Essex that there's this kind of I think that's the key to winning is, is just this belief and this desire. And what we saw at Edgbaston uh, on our wonderful T20 night um, and some of the games that we chased down in the county championships, you know, the success that's gone from winning Div 2 and non-stop trophies ever since it has been quite a joy to see. And to see new guys come onto the scene and, and established guys step away, there doesn't seem to be any break in the, in the belief and the, and the commitment. I think
1: you're right. And I think that's testament to the culture um, that's been created. Um, you know, starting with Silvers and, and obviously Anthony McGrath. Um, they've got the guys really enjoying the cricket. And I know it's very easy to say that the quality of personnel is exceptional. I can't speak highly enough about uh, guys like Sam Cook, Jamie Porter, Dan Lawrence, Nick Brown. So, I mean, I'm not even mentioning the superstars. You know, I'm not mentioning Alistair Cook and Simon Harman and Tom Wesley. Um, just the, the belief and, and the passion and, you know, one thing that, that I, I feel that resurrected was the pride of, of playing for Essex again, which I think is really important. Um, and, you know, that comes from a strong group and a, and a strong culture. And, you know, personally, I believe the, the cricket skills are exceptional. I think we, or Essex have got one of the best sets of, of or squads of players in, in the in the country, but also that sort of purpose and then the enjoyment factor that goes with it uh, means, like you said, it's, perpetuated beyond certain players leaving the, the team and, and hopefully that culture will just stay together and, and guys will keep producing performances. Obviously not going to win all the time, but I think, uh, you know, that, that it means a lot and, and that you enjoy it. If you can keep that going, you're going to have a lot more success along the way.
0: For me personally, it just reminded me of when I was a kid going down to Chelmsford uh, and seeing the likes of Brian Hardy, Graham Gooch, John Lever, Um and then that sort of transformed into, you know, NASA and and those players, the area, Ronnie Irani, and, and and that series, that that series of um, success in the nineties. Um, but to me, the culture didn't see. Okay, we didn't, we weren't quite as successful, but you still had great players. You know, like um, Dave Masters, for example. I'll, I'll chuck that name in there. Um, there was always quality at Essex. Just you know, maybe things didn't go our way, and I know in cricket more than any other sport luck and the weather can just be the fine margins between you winning things and maybe coming second
1: I'd agree with that but I'd also say that to consistently produce a a high level of performance obviously gives you a far better chance Um, and yes you're not always going to win and and arguably we played better cricket in 2018 than we did in 2019 where we won the championship in the end Um, but certainly what what I've seen uh, I think Across the board, more consistency of strength, uh, so I uh, fewer weaknesses, but also the consistency in the level of performance. I put down to those things I mentioned earlier, as uh, you know, quality people who, who really take pride in their own performance, but also understand there's a bigger purpose of you know you're a, playing for a county and also you're playing for other 20 guys in the squad, and you, you you turn up and and make sure you, you give your best every every week in week in week out in the championship. And I think, along with the luck and and you know taking the variables into account, if if that's all your blueprint and your quality outfit, uh, you got a far better chance of of succeeding over a longer period of time, like a
0: season. Have you got any? Uh, I don't want to use the word favourites, but let's let's say um, when you shared the dressing room, and actually not just at Essex, maybe at KKR or, or the other um, teams you played with. Who are the ones that have impressed you the most in terms of attitude or performance or just the way they carry themselves, I suppose? Uh,
1: That's a tough question. I mean, even when I said my goodbyes the other day, sort of by mentioning some and and eliminating others, you you feel quite bad. And and (laughs) again, hand on heart at Essex, I could tell a a personal and a cricket story about every single guy in there where where I think they've got strengths and weaknesses. Um, And again, the quality across the board is, is probably more important than... Um, mentioning certain individuals who yes. you know who are except, exceptional at some things. Um, Favourites, you know, probably bizarrely, I can mention someone like Aaron Beard who who hasn't featured this yet. But, you know, that work ethic and, and that understanding of team and and where you fit in and even when it's not your turn to shine, how you behave, how you perform, how you rock up, um, you know, not necessarily a favourite, but certainly something that I. It sort of warms my heart to think that this is a culture we've created in, And I think it's so important and the sort of unsung heroes are those guys who who rock up and care about the team literally every day they come into the ground.
0: Hang on, I've just got Ravi Bapar on the phone. Hang on. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't you, Rav. No, no, no. Not even a mention. No, no.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, talk, you're talking away from cricket. That's an easy
0: one.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, but but so I guess to drill into it a little bit more, um, you know, guys who just purely by coincidence, I sort of spent the majority of my cricket time with, as in literally doing my craft, would be Ravi and Foz, and purely because I batted six, and, and for the majority of time, I've batted five, and, and Fuzzy batted seven. So certainly in terms of working relationship and, and understanding people, which is also key to, to being successful when you when you are batting, um, you know, Rab's, Rab's right up there. Um, and, and like many people, uh, away from cricket, uh, you know, exceptionally loyal friend and, and just an all round good guy. But there, there's been a lot of good people. And I know it's easy to say when when times have been good. Um, but I I really feel like I've crossed paths with a, a lot of good, good people in in the last sort of decade or so.
0: Yeah. And it's um It's an amazing conveyor belt down the years that have come through when you sort of think back. I mean, the current crop, I mean, the fact that you've got Sir Alastair Cook sat there in the dressing room with you, but then you go back through, um, you know, the Ravs, um, I mean, you go back to Graham Gooch, but, you know, Nasser saying Essex has seemed to always produce top-class, top-caliber cricketers and people that kind of set examples to kids uh, on and off the pitch uh, and it definitely seems that there is, as you say, there's a culture there which seems to be ongoing. It's ingrained, and when people join the club and get selected, they seem to buy into that quite easily. I think.
1: Yeah, and it's quite difficult to put your finger on why that is. I mean, culture is essentially your the manifestation of how you behave every single day. So if you're gonna if you're gonna concede on something or be lax on something, it's going to come back to bite you. Um, so the players know that, but I think a big part of of the culture or or the, the things you are trying to identify is people like Graham Gooch and Keith Fletcher. Um, you know the stalwarts are still around. Uh, it was so nice to have Hadi, Tim Phillips, Mark Bettini. Uh, who else was there the other day? Jake was there. Jason Gallian was there. Um, and there's not enough interaction between past players. I and mean, there's a lot of uh, you know there's a wealth of experience and and a, and a wealth of knowledge that we can tap into. Um, but certainly at the moment, I feel we're relying too heavily on, on Gray and Fletch who, you know, rightly have their, their, their place at the top of the park and they're awesome for the club. But uh, I think certainly one thing I want to try help with now that I've stepped away from the team is, you know, tapping into all those resources. There, there's been so many good guys passed to the club uh, in the last 20 years, let alone the last 40 years. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that old boy union is something we can, we can strengthen and, and use to our advantage.
0: What's your thoughts on the state of the game as a whole? Um, A lot is made about, um, and as we come out of COVID, COVID hasn't helped, obviously, but in terms of uh, interest, participation, um, what stage do you think the game is at and what do you see for the future?
1: Uh, It's quite hard to gauge. Uh, I'll be put my hand up and say, you know, you get self-obsessed. And for me, county cricket is everything, so I'm not even looking at the international side of things. Uh, but broadly speaking, I'd say be very careful of, of playing too much cricket. Uh, you know, sort of limiting the quantity uh, and, and putting more emphasis on the quality, I think, is, is quite important. And that goes all the way from county cricket to the amount of T20 leagues, the amount of international cricket. It's quite easy to get caught up or, or lost between two series. Now, you don't know when it starts or when it finishes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and obviously, there's a commercial aspect to it and, and sort of chicken and egg thing. You, you need to drive the commercial side to increase participation and, and to push new levels, but I think there's a sweet spot. And, and for me, they, they can uh, draw back on, on the amount of cricket and, and the amount that's been expected of players. Uh, Go back to the to the ISO thing, you know, my initial thing is like, oh, you know, these England players are getting paid a fortune and what are they moaning about 14 days in, in ISO? But, um, you know, like you mentioned earlier, before we started speaking, the holistic approach to to cricket is, is is far more important and, and there's some traction there in getting the balance right between how much we put out there and, and how much is actually meaningful and quality.
0: I think another good sign of uh, the future is the, the huge uptake in participation in things like All Stars and Dynamos and girls cricket as well, which has just exploded the last few years, um, would mean that there's a more inclusive aspect of the game going forward, I think.
1: Yeah, again um, I, um, I wish I was more aware of the of what's happening on the ground but obviously being been playing a lot of cricket yeah. uh, I can only speak for the professional side of the women's game and, and it's absolutely fantastic uh, it feels like they've finally been taken seriously and and you know there's 50 percent of the population and now have a chance to get involved and and participate and you know the standard of women's cricket has, has improved dramatically in the last four years just from what I've witnessed um, and, and if you follow that curve up, uh, hopefully, it's a good time for for participation, then.
0: Yeah, and Essex have got Maddie Villiers as a uh, superstar in the in, in the, the ladies' game, the women's game. So yeah, and, and just tell me, <coughs> Chelmsford has always been a, a really great place to play cricket, um, particularly on those famous T Twenty nights when the place is just rocking. Um, have you got uh, just before we leave? Can you? Have you got a few words just to say to all the Essex followers and fans that will be watching and listening to this?
1: Yeah, I said quite a lot in this last week. Um, you know, I think it's very difficult to sum up in, in a sentence or a few sentences what it means playing there for 19 years. Um, and I also think it took COVID to to actually realise just how fortunate we are at Essex. Uh, you know, even with the slowly having the fans back, it's, it's made a big difference, you know, compared to last year and, and the start of this year. Um, but not only the T Twenty that you mentioned, Darren, the the Championship cricket where we get maybe a thousand people or fifteen hundred people, uh, it it really makes a massive difference. And and you know even just sitting there last week and watching that that last game, there were maybe a couple of thousand people in um, Essex has been a, a real great place to play cricket. We we appreciate the support. We always have appreciated the sport. Um, and for me to to spend eighteen years uh, applying my craft there is is a professional treasure that I that I'm so grateful to have had.
0: I think that's uh, uh, an important point to make. I think one of the things that Essex players do really, really well is the engagement and the, the appreciation of the fans. Uh, always, whenever I'm there, that uh, there's always players quite happy to have a word with the supporters afterwards and uh, and, and mix in the pavilion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, um, listen, Ryan, on behalf of myself and behalf of all of Essex fans and followers, and in fact, cricket fans, I'd like to just thank you for all the entertainment and all the cricket and uh just enjoyment that you've supplied uh down all these years and uh and also just as uh, in your leadership example you set as captain as well absolutely fantastic so many many thanks for joining us and uh we wish you absolutely all the best for the future and uh i hope you live the world cup this year
1: <laughs> <laughs> any pleasure thanks for the conway it's always nice to chat down